Hey team, great to be back with you for another short episode. I hope this one's actually going to be really short because I want to talk to you about something quite quick. And that is the principle of specificity, which is really the foundational principle in all of exercise science. And what it says is exactly what you train is exactly what you get good at. Now, I want to make a case that we can apply this not just in training our clients, although we can certainly apply it there, but also in building our Pilates business. Now, even if you're not a business, even if you're not an entrepreneur, even if you work in someone else's studio, you can apply this exact same principle to make more money and have more success in your Pilates career. So I want to talk to you about my thoughts on this. Now, I think we we uh, get this wrong in both directions. We both go <laughs> too, we make things too complicated and too simple. Um, uh, in different contexts. And here's what I mean. The principle of specificity in exercise science really is that exactly what you train is exactly what you get good at. Now, this uh, is operationalized by the in the following way. If you want to get strong, lift heavy things. If you want to get good at at uh, bodyweight exercises, do bodyweight exercises. If you want to get good at a middle split, spend time in a middle split. And the more that you do each of those things, the better your results will be. So the more you lift heavy things, the better you will get at lifting heavy things. The more time you spend in a middle split, the better you will get at doing a middle split, etc. The principle of specificity really goes down to, you know, very fine levels of dis- of distinction uh, when we're doing things like rehabbing an injury, for example. If we want to rehab, say, a hamstring injury and get someone back to sprint running performance, uh, because typically hamstring injuries happen during sprint running. So pe- typically people in grass sports, you know, soccer, hockey, football, that type of thing, when they're sprinting and decelerating the the distal part of the limb. So the, the, as the leg comes out in front and the shin extends, the hamstring is decelerating the shin. Uh, so it's eccentrically contracting uh, at high velocity, and that is where hamstring injuries typically occur. So we need to get that person back to being able to do high-velocity eccentric hamstring contractions. So those need to be part of late-stage hamstring rehab, right? So if you're just doing hamstring strengthening, so like, you know, relatively slow controlled reps through a sort of a middle range of motion, that won't fully prepare that person to return to high-speed running where they're uh, eccentrically decelerating that limb at high velocity and at full length. So when you think about decelerating the, the limb in a sprint, it's like the, the hip is quite flexed. So the hamstring is in a very, quite a lengthened position. So what you would want to do is towards the end stage of your hamstring rehab, incorporate high speed deceleration work of the hamstrings in a lengthened position, right? And what activity does that? Well, guess what? Running, <laughs> right? So if you want to return somebody to running, the best thing to do is practice running. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) So we would start running relatively slowly and gradually build up speed, right? And so we're running at 
the pace they need to be good at. Now, when I say gradually, I don't mean like gradually over one session. I mean gradually over a period of weeks, build up speed so that you build up the tolerance in that muscle to that activity, right? And that's the principle of specificity. The best way to get good at running is to run, right? So if you're doing hamstring rehab after a running-related hamstring strain, running needs to be part of the rehab. All right, so that's the principle of specificity at work in the, the studio in terms of inside the session, what we do with the client to obtain results. Now, I think this is the end of things where we often are prone to way overcomplicate things, right? Here's an example of how I used to do that. So when I was uh, thinking, when I used to, if when a client came in one time, you know, this is a decade or more ago, and would say to me, hey, I want to get good at a middle split, I would think, I would just, I would go way too complicated into thinking about all of the muscles. I think like, okay, middle split. Okay, so we've got those five adductors. That's the five ducks pecking grass. You've got gracilis, sartorius, oh, sorry, not sartorius, gracilis, adductor longus, brevis, magnus, uh, pectineus. Uh, you know, we've got maybe secondarily there, so as niliacus. Um, you know, so we've got to, you know, eccentrically lengthen those muscles. Now, pectineus is an external rotator, uh, and so I'd have to, I'd, I'd get way too complicated, right? I'm already tying myself up, myself up in knots mentally. If they want to get good at a middle split, guess what? Practice the middle split, right? You don't even need to know that there is such a thing as an adductor muscle. All you need to know is I want to get good at a middle split, so what should I practice? A middle split. So this is an area where we way overcomplicate things in my view. I see a lot of people falling into this, the same thing that I used to do, which is uh, what I call counting the, the legs and dividing by four. So basically doing it the hard way, overcomplicating it more than it needs to be. So if you want to get good at something in, 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 in rehab or in your performance, you want to get good at pull-ups, which muscles should you strengthen? Don't worry about which muscles should you strengthen to get good at pull-ups. The best way to get good at pull-ups is guess what? Doing pull-ups. <laughs> if you can't yet do a pull-up, do an assisted pull-up right? Because by definition, you're going to hit all of the muscles you need to hit. So you don't need to overthink it in the studio. Uh, just do the thing you want to get good at. And the, the skill in being instructed, the technical skill there is finding an easy ver- an easier version of the thing that the person can start with and succeed with today and then gradually increasing the load, all right? Or the range or whatever. So uh, you know, inside the session, to, do the, to get good at the thing, do the thing. Now, thinking more now in a business context, right? So if we want to get more clients or if we want to charge more and put our prices up or if we want to, yeah, let's, let's think about those two things, getting more clients, putting our prices up. Here's where I think most instructors, in my experience, way oversimplify it, right? This is uh, hence the title of this uh, episode where everything in your Pilates life is not a nail, okay? So, and that comes from people thinking like, oh, if I've got a hammer, when the only tool you have in your toolbox is a hammer, everything looks like a nail, okay? And so what I see, and dear listener, I love you, but is this you? Oh, I want to learn how to get more clients. So I'll go and do that weekend certification on Zenga and fascial fitness. I need to know how to charge more. So I better get another certification in TRX. Is that you? Has that been you? Because <laughs> that was me. <laughs> okay. So 
the hopefully you already see the disconnect here, which is that to get more to get good at getting more clients, what should you study? How to get more clients, right? <laughs> That's called marketing, <laughs> right? So to get more clients, you should study how to get more clients, not Zenga or fascial fitness or any other certification, gyrotonic, bar, level three, four, five, TRX, whatever, right? None of those things are going to get you more clients, just like doing push-ups will not make you better at a middle split, right? Learning another certification will not get you more clients. Getting good at getting clients will get you more clients, right? There's a totally separate set of skills involved in getting more clients that's got nothing to do with which certifications you have. It's totally irrelevant. To get good at getting more clients, you don't need another certification. You need to know how to get more clients. Now, what about how to put your prices up? Oh, I'll be able to put my prices up when I've got more certifications because I don't have this certification, that certification, I can't put my prices up. Well, what about all the personal trainers out there who don't have any certifications and they're charging $200 an hour? If you want to know how to put your prices up, what should you study? How to put your prices up. There's an actual set of skills to putting your prices up. And they're to do with understanding pricing, understanding value, understanding human psychology, okay? Nothing to do with Pilates certifications. So here's where we, we fail to be specific enough, right? In, inside the studio, we often way over complexify things. You know, we count all of the five adductors and think, what have we got to do for all five of those instead of just going, oh, let's just do a middle split. Whereas when we want to get more clients, we think, oh, everything's a nail, right? The answer to any question in your business is do more certifications. That is not the answer to most questions. <laughs> Just like the answer to most questions in a construction site is not a hammer, right? How do you, ham how do you get a nail in? The answer to that is a hammer. What about a screw, a bolt, a nut, a hook, etc.? You need different tools, right? Specific to what you're trying to achieve. So when you want to improve something in your business, study how to improve that thing in your business, right? So literally Google how to get more clients or how to put your price up. Now, you actually don't need to Google that Google that because you should read my book. It's $4.99. You can buy it through the link in the show notes. And guess what? It'll tell you how to get more clients and put your prices up. So I've already done the hard work for you. Okay. But the point here is that Exactly what you practice is exactly what you get good at. So practice the thing that you want to get good at. Dear listener, that is all for today. Love your work and I will see you next time. After two exercise science degrees and over a decade and a half of reading research daily, I've condensed all the current science on rehab into a program called the Clinical Exercise Specialist Rehabilitation. Inside the program, I'll teach you to do three things. One, deeply understand how the body works. Two, confidently and expertly rehab literally any client. And 
three, get results for your clients. So ultimately your clients tell their friends and you become known as the go-to expert in your area. This program is completely unlike any education you've done before, even if you've studied with us before because of the way we've built the learning design. It's an online, flexible, skill-based learning program, which means you keep doing the skills under supervision until you're good at them. It's more of a mentorship model than a traditional course model. So rather than rushing through the content and having sort of one go at everything, you actually just practice live and we give you feedback and guidance and we dialogue and explore concepts together until you're highly skilled and confident. We just keep working the material until you get it. It's not rushed at all. It's not about ticking off the content. It's about engaging, practicing and applying it until you own it. This is a life-changing program, not some weekend certification. I've put my heart and soul into building this, and I can't wait to share it with you and help you discover your genius for anatomy and rehab. Now, because of the highly interactive nature of this program, we're only taking on 12 students worldwide. The program starts on March the 1st, and the first 12 qualified people to apply will be allowed to enroll. So if you're interested in learning more, click the link in the show notes and download the course guide or go to breathe-education.com and click on the clinical certification menu in our uh, link in the top menu. That's breathe-education.com and click on the clinical certification link in the top menu.